0: And I kind of went through the whole in love phase, which is what I call the pink cloud, you know, like the drug. Yeah. Uh, you go a bit crazy and do things that you really shouldn't be doing as a human being. And then underneath that, when the drug wears off, is what I call the real love, where there's no conditions and expectations.
1: Hello and welcome to PonderCast. My name is Stephen Bradley and thanks so much for joining me for the first episode of this brand new podcast. In this episode and the episodes coming up we're going to be talking about uh, mindfulness, um, consciousness, spirituality, meditation, science, the brain, all kinds of aspects of well-being. And in this first episode, me and my friend Jason talk with Mary Daniels, who is an incredible woman that we met at uh, an event uh, with a company called Alternatives uh, a couple of months ago. This interview was recorded shortly after we met her, and uh, we wanted to get her um, on the show and talking about her experiences, her journey, um, spirituality. Um, she ends up talking about relationships, the people that she's met and the people that have inspired her. She talks about creating her morning, how she goes about um, setting herself up for the day. And there's lots and lots of knowledge and lots of experiences that she shares with us, which I think is really going to inspire people. So without further ado, I'm going to roll the tape and let you listen to me and my friend Jason talk with Mary Daniels. Mary Daniels, thank you so much for coming on the show.
0: Thank you for inviting me.
1: It's uh, really great to hear. We've got Jason here as well. Say hi, Jason. Hello.
2: Hello. Hello. (laughs)
1: Hello.
0: Hi, Jason. Hi,
1: Mary. So uh, me and Jason, we met you, Mary, at uh, a Joe Dispenza talk uh, with Alternatives uh, a couple of weeks ago on Monday right. yeah. and uh, Jason very kindly invited you on to my show which is great
0: <laughs> I, I like that thanks
1: <laughs> thanks Jason yeah, well
2: it was strange because I was having my book signed by Joe Dispenza and I was like oh no sorry sorry Joe I need to speak to uh, Mary
1: <laughs> that's right that's right I'm really glad you did as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh and Mary we've got a lot to talk to you about today because you're you're writing a book which we'll get onto in a little bit but I suppose the first question uh for those that are listening that don't know who you are can you give us a brief summary of, of who you are and what you do
0: mm, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> brief if I you can try, yeah I'll, I'll, i'm working on brief this interview so, <laughs> yeah, <we cannot. laughs> so yes i've been um working with an organization called alternatives for gosh eight years now and they run uh, they're one of the uk's largest mind body spirit events um company so we have a lot hosts lots of speakers um and workshops and I've been director there for two and a half years. I'm just coming to the end of my directorship because I'm taking a new path. But, uh, yeah, so that's what I've been doing uh, most of my time. I also coach alongside that. I've been working with young people in prisons and schools um, on mentoring programs, uh, run some uh, government initiatives for young people across the country. And, um, yes, now I'm writing and run retreats. I do all sorts, actually. a bit of an organized mess or disorganized mess. I'm not sure which one. It depends what, what side of me you're experiencing. Oh. Yeah, spiritual path. A spiritual yes. a chaotic mess. Uh, yeah,
2: yes, yes.
1: That, that's amazing. So uh, I want to get onto a few things you just touched on there. But firstly, I, I suppose I want to find out when did you sort of first become interested in, you know, in helping people and in, in spirituality, I suppose, and all this kind of thing?
0: quite funny i mean I, this sounds awful but i don't actually know if i'm interested in helping people per se <laughs> <laughs> and that's gonna sound weird um because i don't look at it in that sense it's more connecting and mm. sharing ideas and if people can learn something from it then mm. great um but i was introduced to spirituality when i was 17 through a teacher in my school who used to be an ex harry krishna oh, and right. uh, yes and was teaching maths. And I was one of these people, i just joined the school and I don't know how it came about, but I started to, to know some of the teachers, even going to the staff room and all sorts of crazy things that you wow. don't normally do. Um, and we just started talking about life I was quite religious at the time, went to church a lot. And I think he found my faith quite fascinating and liked the idea of almost challenging my perceptions Mm -hmm. and beliefs. And so he gave me a Ken Wilber book to read called No Boundary. I can't remember something around that. And I didn't understand most of it. But from there, we had these mind blowing conversations. Um, I think that took a while over the years to really settle. Yes, Um, yes. And yeah, and I think and from there, and i didn 't really associate it with spirituality i 've got to be honest with you. it was just amazing conversations, and from there, when I was about sort of seventeen and eighteen, I started my first business, which was mentoring. Uh, younger students in the school and then I went on to develop like a at the time it was almost a bit like a network marketing multi-level marketing business around environmental products but it involved standing up and talking to people running workshops and organically training people on sort of self-confidence how to build a business and a lot of personal development so that Mm. was uh late teens that I was doing that I know it's pretty early
1: in life to be Tacking some deep stuff like
0: that. I know, it was crazy. And then I ended up sort of starting a business in Holland whilst I was at uni and commuted for a bit before I moved out there. And it was really in Holland that I met who's this amazing woman who still is now. My, I call her my spiritual teacher. It's almost like talking to consciousness herself. She's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. What's and her name? Her name's Mandana. And um, we've recently run a retreat together. And she's yeah she 's just been on and off throughout my life an amazing mirror to sort of myself and mm. um, and yeah, and I think through her and then alternatives and the sort of work I was doing, I think it happened in stages that 's probably the, the best way to describe it bits and pieces
2: wow so so from seventeen is very is, is, is very young to get involved in this strange world because a lot of us are in the spiritual closet for a long time anyway and (laughs) and you were you sounds like you didn't have that you were sort of pushed into that not pushed as the wrong word but but you had that thrust on you in a wonderful way and you were then creating workshops and so you were doing as you said earlier connections you were doing your connecting early on in your you know life and your spiritual life I suppose. Would you say yes?
0: Yes, I'd say yes. But I mean, I've, I've really got to emphasise that it's one of these things where until you're aware of what you're doing, it almost has no meaning. And I think whilst it was great, and I can say that now, at the time, I could have quite easily been selling candy floss on a stall or talking about... <laughs> but isn't that, you know.
2: that's wonderful though, don't you think? <laughs> that's that's pretty wonderful because you it, you don't have any judgment on it. You're just, I'm doing this because it feels good and it feels right and I'm good at it.
0: Yes, I suppose. Yeah, in one sense, it's, it, it was really wonderful, but I suppose on the other hand, I think I was quite disconnected. I suppose is what I'm saying mm. to, okay, to what okay. was happening. So I wouldn't say I was necessarily benefiting fully from all of the teachings because I was still being me, mm. irrespective of what I was learning. Um, and it took. And that's why I say it took a long time before I I actually got it. Mm. So yeah. until then, it was yeah. intellectual concepts. That, right. were, yes, that yes were cool and fascinating, but were are no deeper than if I'd read a you know a a, a novel or something else, yeah, so it's sort of sat intellectually for quite a while
1: yeah th-
2: uh, right, so like joe dispenser was was saying dinner talk, it's that kind of kind of uh that you 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 it's nice to talk about it and nice to look at it. But I'm not going anywhere near it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it and it wasn't even so much knock I it excited me. I was really buzzed right. from it. I think I just okay. didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. It just,
1: okay, let's be honest. Yeah,
0: yeah. It felt amazing, but I did not clue what it was all about. Yeah.
1: I can yeah. I can relate to that. I feel like yeah. that's that i I feel like I've been in that I had been in that stage uh for a long time as well. Yeah. And I think yeah. I mean when was your moment when you got it, when you just said ah oh, okay right was there when was that moment
0: oh my goodness I tell you what there's been so many <laughs> <laughs> I know and since my once you get it <laughs> I, thought I got it <laughs> I, didn't I didn't have a clue I mean ironically it's funny because I know we're going to talk about that later but my whole my book is actually called Wild Awakening and oh. it is about my how my whole life just seems to be continuous awakening yeah um, And I don't think, if I'm honest, I don't think we really ever get it. I think we get Mm. layers of it. Mm. So I can see how I've been getting things at different layers and different levels and, and I still am and I will to the day I die. Mm. Um, so if I ever tell anyone I've got it, I'm lying. And that person can just, yeah, yeah
1: front me <laughs> there.
2: Think, and then you're, you're absolutely right. Because I think there are times when you, you go, oh, I've got it. And then yeah. then something else, oh, now I've got it. And yes. and the, 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 I've got it just, just continues until the point you say, okay, well, I'm going to stop saying that now. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's just part of my journey.
1: It's, it's, it's almost like you're getting pieces to a never-ending puzzle it's yes. like it's you're never going to get all the pieces but you're getting pieces
0: yes and and actually the irony to the whole thing is there is no puzzle and that's what i've <laughs> recently learned that actually the whole getting blowing my mind mind's trap a game that we play with ourselves because as human beings we need to have an outcome and we need yes. to have a goal and we need to have an end. And actually there is no jigsaw piece, there are no puzzles. You know, there is no the getting it is basically in the moment we say we get it is the moment we're connected to ourselves. Yes. And yes. in that moment we just feel that connection. So yes. we get it. So we can get all of it in that moment, but we can quite easily then just be knocked out of that moment and yeah, and go yeah. back on this human path of we're looking for something. Yeah. So every time I really yeah. feel I get something, all I know is I've just been fully connected to myself in that moment. <laughs>
1: I, I just had one of those moments <laughs> <laughs> when you said that. I was like, "It's like there is. It's like the Matrix. There is yes. no spoon. It's like it's you said, exactly. there is no puzzle.
0: There is. It's true. It's a freaking It messes with your mind on so many levels. But, it, but I kind of like it. It's like a drug that just doesn't do any damage. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know it's, it is
2: true. You, you sort of messes with your mind, but at the same time, you go, "Okay, then I don't. I don't. I don't have to have all this." exactly judgmentally stuff this goalie stuff this i've got to do this that that the other so that's that's the kind of i've get it i've got it thing when you've got it but then obviously implementing it into your life because we're so conditioned mm. to be goal setting or whatever whatever that's that's i think that's the next journey after i've got it thing because we as you said we go back in we easily go back into our life lives we've had before or whatever and the constant reconnection is is where the the i suppose i hate this word work but i suppose that's where that comes into it
0: yes and and i see it as a continuous a continuous letting go yes because actually all we're doing is letting go of all of these preconceived ideas and conditioning and way of thinking of being so it's not actually that we need to accumulate or get anything we're actually just letting go yeah so it's constantly just letting go so mm. it's a bit like the balance because you just said about layers of learning it's also mm-hmm. layers and go so it's like the, exactly. the one goes like
2: one goes hopefully goes down you know yes the, the,
0: hopefully <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason the word imbalance exists in the dictionary <laughs> <laughs> contrast absolutely yes. <laughs> hopefully yes <laughs>
1: So, uh, so okay, can we talk about a few of these moments where you've, you have felt connected? Like wh- when, did it, when did these moments start happening or, or what were some really key points or key moments that have happened oh when you've gosh. gone, ah, oh, okay, I'm, I feel it?
0: Oh, my gosh, that, that's a tricky one. Uh, either I haven't got a lot. No, it's probably <laughs> it's got too many. Time. Yeah, no, I mean, I suppose there's been a quite a lot recently. In I'll I t- I tell you what, actually. He's going to kill me for saying this, but he doesn't live in the country, so he's quite <laughs> 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 Um But I've, it's really, I've been on this weird sort of on and off relationship for the last year, really intense. And really, it's been a really deep connection and a fascinating journey about this concept of what love truly is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of went through the whole in love phase, which is what I call the pink cloud, you know, like the drug. Um, you go a bit crazy and do things that you really shouldn't be doing as a human being and then underneath that when the drug wears off is what I call the real love where there's no conditions and expectations and it's really funny because our dynamics have been strange and to cut a long story short we kind of hit this point where I think we're, we're both quite sort of conscious and aware and we've had the most amazing conversations and you know when you get to a point where it's you have so many realizations; it's almost overwhelming. Yeah, um, right. and I remember he called me recently. He's like, "Do you know what? I just can't handle like all of these things I'm learning about myself." Because we oh. talked a lot about what we were mirroring, and so he was like, "I think I need a, a break, like a real break from this space." And at first, I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's you know, that's not very nice. That's not mm. very this." Mm. Um, and that lasted like a day. Then I did the whole self-induced depression, as I call it, where I listened to melancholy music, <laughs> in it, and observed myself doing it with almost a yeah. slight buzz. I scream and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thick kick from it. Yeah. And then I got bored after like twenty-four hours, and I was just like, "Okay, you can do this till tomorrow, then snap out of it." Yeah. Um, But then I had this real sort of get it around the difference between in love and love. And I really realized that the in love wasn't actually anything to do with him because we're never really in love with a person. We're in love with the way something makes us feel. Mm. And what I realized was that he was mirroring so beautifully all sides of me and we and it was a really hard correlation where we were sort of not pulling each other apart but we were completely naked in the sense of Mm. everything was on the table and I realized that actually I was falling in love with myself what I was learning about myself what was being mirrored back about myself and I was in love with the space between us which effectively all it was allowing me to do was to reconnect to myself Mm. So as selfish as that sounds, to say, no, to do with him?
2: <laughs> that sounds absolutely beautiful. Um and it, it it reminds me of uh I think who the guy that's also been at alternatives, the guy that wrote Loveability.
0: Yes, Robert Holden.
1: Jason. Ooh, is, is he he might have he might have gone.
0: Well, he's <laughs> he's had a moment of total reconnection.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's
0: when you get there you don't exist. No, <laughs> <laughs> he he's passed out
1: he's passed out he can't take anymore <laughs> oh i'm sure he'll come back let's uh yeah. let's oh i'm sure he'll come back but um yeah wow that's oh here he is oh, okay here we go hi sorry uh, about that that's all right yes you said
2: i, I can carry on, I can carry on. <laughs> sorry right. is uh, it robert was it robert, is it robert? Holden. holden isn't it robert holden that's- Yes. Yeah. So it comes to you talking about uh, loving yourself, which is wonderful because a bit like the book Robert Holden wrote, Lovability, which is talking about connecting with yourself and loving yourself, which there are many books about. But to have achieved that uh, and to realize that you're not so, it's not about I love you and I'm dependent on you. It's as you just said, the the love of, of what you get from being around someone and as you said you were so open is is a wonderful thing it's a wonderful thing
0: it is it's it's really all about the mirroring and one thing i've learned Mm. which i'm really guessing is and this is where it gets a little bit crazy is there is no such thing as another um and it's something that I knew intellectually for a while. And again, my teacher in Holland, we were talking about that. But she really helped me. This experience with him really helped teach me there is nothing outside of ourselves. There is no such thing as an other. And the problem in relationships is we put so much into this illusionary space of another person that all we do is become disconnected from ourselves. Mm-hmm. So when the relationship breaks down, we feel like... We are losing a part of ourselves, like the other half has disappeared. When all that's happened is we've lost the connection to ourselves so deeply that when they go, the pain we're feeling is actually the space of not knowing ourselves, of being disconnected. And as soon as we come back to ourselves, the pain doesn't exist anymore.
1: <laughs> you <laughs> blow just... my mind.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so it's,
0: it's concentrating. We concentrate
2: too much on the external as opposed to the internal.
0: Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay, before before my mind gets blown again, let's get back on subjects. Yes. Let's talk about alternatives. So, um talk about uh you been there for 8 years. It's a long time. What yes. what kind of uh if you, if can you tell us some highlights over those eight years probably yeah, loads
0: there's loads i mean i started as a volunteer for a couple of years and then the then director uh steve asked me to become workshop coordinator so it was managing their workshops and i loved that because you get to be in the green room with these speakers you know and some of oh, them wow. have really changed your lives mm. and i was a bit like a little girl trying not to act like a crazy fan or <laughs> lose my call and ask for a signature because you don't you don't, don't do that no um, and sometimes tried to have a conversation that sounded really enlightening. I <laughs> have a clue what they were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So good. Just, uh, it was amazing. But I tell you what, my biggest lesson from doing that before I became director was you get to see that everyone is the same. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, some people would have what I call some very serene green room moments. And others would have massive meltdowns before they'd even started. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. And some of you would seem really nervous. And then the second they walk out on stage, it's like they, they suddenly connect. And they're yeah. sort of in and in source. So I really got to learn that we are no different from each other. You know, uh, you know
2: it's interesting because when, when I went to get my book signed by joe dispenser he he for for them you know he's an he's an amazing guy with the stuff he he's working on yes. but he was incredibly humble uh and you know Simon my book and we both said that we thoroughly enjoyed it and he was oh really i I wasn't sure you know i wasn't sure if they'd like me and da, 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 da. i was thinking oh wow you know that was really wonderful to see he was really humble um and then obviously I ignored him and talked to you, but <laughs> but but it was nice to to see that they do walk the walk and talk the talk. You know, it's it's because we know they do, but but they, you know, it's nice to see that human side as well. Um, yes, yeah,
0: it's. It's good. And I won't, I mean, I have an issue with, I won't lie, not all of them do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course. Because yeah. we're human beings. So we're of course. human beings. And that's the thing. And and I think it's, it's important for people to know that is that there are a lot of people who are writing, who have written books and are writing about things that they're very much learning themselves. Um, mm. And so some you can see is still on a very much an intellectual level. But There's still an importance to them writing that book because some people get it so well intellectually, they can communicate it brilliantly in a way that people can connect to it. And in doing that, you see, and I'm seeing that in my own book, I'm starting to also reconnect to things that I know intellectually on a more sort of and a deeper level. Wow. Yeah, Yeah. So it's, yeah. So people are at different stages depending on. You know what they're they're talking about and how long they've been doing it and how connected they are to that space. But it is nice when you see speakers who are open about that. Mm. Yes, it's like
2: it's, uh, yes, absolutely. Because when I do workshops and I, I say to people, please don't tell me what you think. I don't really care.
0: Mm. And and you know well I mean on some that's, I feel a bit we're, harsh on you. <laughs> no,
1: we're talking about sorry. We're talking. Jason's a director, so we're talking in the acting sense oh, uh, okay. We should have said that really. <laughs> A bit yeah no he's uh oh and he's gone now that's just typical oh, timing God. isn't it no so jason yeah so he's talking about workshops with actors and things like that yeah. like he's talking about how people can get attached to the scripts and they attach to a uh sort of a stereotypical idea of what their character should be and he yeah. says no forget that i don't care yes. oh, that
0: makes me oh here he's
1: back back again sorry i'm really sorry about that that's but all yeah. right i just right, explained yeah. i just explained that uh you're talking about in an actor's sense of of you know you don't care about their sort of worrying that that they're thinking about a certain preconceived idea over their character and things is he still there no he's gone all right I'm going to carry on <laughs> yes,
0: <that's all> right.
1: <laughs> um, so have you got any like highlights of people that you you know you, you worked with on alternatives like either workshops and stuff what was some of the amazing people that you
0: Um, you got to meet yeah Byron Katie has to be one of my number one um I love her she's exactly the same behind the scenes as she is on stage and um yeah she's hardcore but she's genuine and down to earth and there's there's kind of no sort of fuss around her I loved um there were two ladies who run an incredible workshop for women I have to say um it used to be called I joke quite an unfortunate title called awakening your menstrual power which was something I used to run a mile from. Wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They've changed the title now. I did suggest that. <laughs> I don't
1: know if I'd go to that.
0: No, <laughs> yeah, it, it might not be for you. Oh no, actually, men would get a lot from it. Probably, so it's, yeah. Yeah, it's awakening your feminine power, but they are phenomenal, and that really is all about how your internal and external are mirroring and how your behaviour changes your physiology. Uh-huh. Um Bruce Lipton, love him to pieces. He's absolutely brilliant. Um, really genuine guy. Caroline Mace has cracked me up. She's hilarious. Marion Williamson is, at times, has terrified me. Yes. uh, (laughs) Can
2: be quite terrifying.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but she's a really strong, fierce lady. I have a lot of respect for her, a lot of respect for her. I mean, I've met so many people, it's quite hard to single them out. because Wow. it depends on where you're at in your life as well. I think different things really connect you. Charles Eisenstein, John Perkins. I love Shami you I mean, oh, there's so yes, many. Yes, yeah, yes. I could just keep going.
1: Wow. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah,
0: so very fortunate.
1: And how... So I, sorry, go oh, on. No, no, go on, Jason, yeah.
2: No, I was just going to say, because I was, I was looking at the Alternatives uh, booklet and your, your little writing about yourself, and you're saying that you... It's a bit like Joe Spence, you create your morning. It seems yes. like you now have changed and decided to create your day on your morning. Yes. Uh, uh, tell us about that. Tell us about how you create your day.
0: Yes. And, and that really, again, that's what I'm writing about in the book, is how I came about creating my day. and Because I used to be one of these people that I was very reactive. Um, mm. So I would find that I would just go through my day quite crazily, responding to everything that was happening and I still do to a degree but I noticed that it was just spinning me off track very disconnected and actually I I hit some real low points in my life which I write about where there was my lowest was where I actually was on a bridge and at the (gasps) point of uh committing suicide yeah myself Mm. and with my son well he was a baby at the time Mm. so yeah I've really hit some incredibly low points Mm. and it was a combination of absolute disconnection and being just totally reactive to this conditioned programming and just numbed out, really numbed out from life and where I was going. And, and it took me a long time. And I started to ask myself some really serious questions. And over the years, I, I sort of came up with these nine questions that have, yeah, I suppose in, in essence have really saved my life because asking them over and over again has had to make me raise my awareness around who I am, what I want, what I want to experience, um, what I want to, yeah, just connect to over the course of the day. And I noticed that I needed to slow down. Um, And I'm not great at that. I'm still not brilliant, but I have a much stronger awareness around it. Mm. And I noticed that the only way I could do that was really if I started to almost prep my day, and I call it my daily prep, Um, And it came from the concept of when you go to a fine dining restaurant, you know, they spend most of their time prepping before they even Mm. open the doors. Yeah. Um, And I realized that I was almost living what I call a fast food life. You know, everything was frozen, Mm -hmm. drop it in the deep fat fryer, off you go. And I wanted a better quality (laughs) life. So I decided for that, you need to prep your day. Um, So I, you know, I do certain things. And again, I'm not going to lie, I do miss some on some days i don't Mm. do them all on others but it's always my intention is to prep for my day as best as i can Mm.
1: wow i think that's so important it's something we take for granted isn't it that we just head out the door as quick as possible don't think about what we're doing don't think about how we want the day to go and and things that we want to achieve and attract in that day. We just do it, don't we? We just react to things
0: as it exactly, happens. Exactly. exactly. And it's literally that phrase, you know, I, you hit the ground running. And a lot of times I would realize that, you know, I'd fall, disc- I'd literally crash out, have mm. a few hours sleep and then wake up and hit the ground running. And at <laughs> the time I was a mum, quite a young mum. And I had three stepsons, who so were all under the age of five. So it was quite full on when I was, wow. yeah, really <laughs> wow. young. Um, but I think prepping the day is so key because if we really get to the core of it and truly understand that we create our own reality. And I think a lot of us don't really get that on a day to day basis. But, you know, if we look at every day and finish it saying, I asked for that and I created that, would you reorder that the next day?
2: Mm. Exactly. You know, would, you, would you, if you know you, you create that day, yes. would
0: you, would, do I want that again?
2: Do exactly.
0: I want that? Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, and it's like a menu. So I almost look at my life like a menu. So I'm like, those dishes work for me. Those things I had an allergic reaction to. And those, <laughs> you know, those people I'm slightly intolerant to, but I can take in small pieces. <laughs>
1: that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah so. and that, I'm, and that I'm not going anywhere near again. It's
1: I'm exact. lactose intolerant of my friend.
0: Yeah. 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 So, yeah. <laughs> so, so that's, the, that's the way life has started to flow for me. That's
1: a great way of putting it. I, that totally makes sense. I think that's brilliant advice um so how did all this i mean how did you come to to write this book i mean um with hay house as well i mean such an established um brand as well that's amazing
0: and do you know that was also a bit crazy i, I, I didn't approach them years ago i was going to write a book and i'm one of these people that was oh, i'm always going to write a book and then actually i just got bored with myself and stopped saying that <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah and then i had a call from hay house no one knew I hadn't mentioned it, alternatives that I was going to do it. And, but um, Michelle, the MD of Hey House, she just said that I'd met her at a few events. And, you know, we worked with them quite closely. And she just said it was an intuitive thing. She had a sense that she needed to contact me about a book. And it was quite a funny story. Yeah. Um, she Facebooked me. <laughs> and she's just like, this is really crazy, Mary. But this weekend I've had a really strong calling that I need to contact you to write a book. Mm. And the irony is I had been approached by someone else to also write a book. No and way. so the timing was, was, it couldn't mm. have been better. Um, so, yeah, so I had a call with her beginning of the week. Literally, she called me in the morning. Um, we had a chat and she's like, you need to send in all this stuff. And I said, look, I need about three weeks to do that. And I, <laughs> I know with other people, it can take months to, before you finally get the contract done. But mm. then come the afternoon, I had a, another call back and, she spoke into the States and blah, blah, blah. And the next thing I knew there was an offer in my inbox. Um, and I didn't oh have to God. do a thing. At wow. All. How wow.
1: How I meant to be was that?
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you couldn't get, it was so aligned in such a powerful way. Um, so yeah, so they been fast tracking it because I wanted to come out it comes out uh, 19th of October so I'm doing the final edits I've got a month of edits I had to write it in six to eight weeks the first oh, draft wow and, uh, it, it was, it's all been quite insane I won't lie
1: <laughs> wow oh my um, god um, okay
0: but so, it's been good yeah really good
2: so and, and are you going to be doing the book, book signing thing and all that sort of stuff and everything like that is that going to be all well, exciting
0: yeah. I've got a talk booked in alternatives actually for the 19th of October. So that's going to be really nice to give my yeah,
2: first brilliant.
0: talk on the book on the day it comes out in the church. Oh, how so, wonderful. Yeah. So that's, it's magical. Um, yes. I did joke. I'm not much into book signings. I think it's a little <laughs> right over the top, right. Maybe the book, but uh, I've got glares from people like, don't be a, yeah, a grump. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, so, I, so can you tell us what's the, what the book's about?
0: Yes. Um, it's, it's called Wild Awakening, Nine Questions That Saved My Life. So it really is about a journey from when I was really young. I had quite a, a I don't want say traumatic, from the outside it's traumatic, but I would say a really challenging and up and down, very intense childhood um, mixed with quite a lot of stuff. Um, I was fostered when I was a few weeks old, um, then sort of moved back into my biological family. Quite a lot of, yeah, heavy stuff, abuse. I was homeless for a bit, started a business at a young age. So it's, it's crazy. Wow. My life has mm. been crazy. And, yeah, just my relationships, low points, high points. Um, I think people are quite shocked when they know about my life mm. and from what they see on the outside. Mm. And, and it's real. It's a real story. And it's a real journey to finding myself. It's, you know, nine questions that really have fundamentally changed my life in so many incredible ways. Um, And the practices that I've put in place that are doable, that have, you know, I'm a busy person. I'm really, yeah, I'm about keeping it real, keeping it simple. And Mm. yeah, just being honest. And and it's an honest journey. It's about how I'm, I am a mess so often, but so many of us are. Mm. And how I'm still untangling and unraveling that mess.
1: I can't wait to read it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds sounds fascinating. It really does. um Wow!
2: Well, it sounds sounds true. It's you from you. It's who you are, and that's the best stories we could ever read
0: you oh, know, to learn you. from. You know.
1: So yeah. it, it's uh, it's getting on. Obviously, I know you're a very busy person, and uh, I, I don't want to take up too much of your time. There's uh, there's one question I do want to ask though: What books uh for for people listening out there? what uh, are some key books that you could recommend to people that they should start reading or they should uh, look up and, and give a go other than obviously your own out on the 19th of October.
0: (laughs) Oh, you're so good at plugging. I don't need to do it. I love it. Okay. (laughs) So she says as she looks at uh, her book shelf. Okay. My, my top book, definitely the life you were born to live by Dan Millman. Love it. Love it. Love it. Changed my life in so many ways. It's based on numerology. If you're not into numerology, don't get hung up on it. There's only a tiny bit on that. But once you get into it, it really can help you raise your self-awareness. Wow. Love that book. Phenomenal. Okay. Um, True Meditation by Ajay Shanti. Um, I was an absolutely hopeless meditator. I still am. <laughs> but I mean, I used to just fall asleep or think of sex. That yeah. was it. <laughs> so, that's <laughs> and, and That's
2: quite interesting I uh, meditation. I know.
0: And there's a quote he says. He said... Live your life as you meditate. I was like, hmm, that's uh, <laughs> I mean, I'll be horizontal all Are the you time. sure? <laughs> so I was just like, but it's, it's brilliant. It really helped me get my head around the, the tr- literally what he says, true meditation. Um, so I love that book. Uh, another book, Louise Hay, I've Got to Say, How to Heal Your Life. Mm. Yeah. Brilliant book. And I love that. Whenever stuff is coming up, and I, I'm looking at the physical symptoms, yes. I go to the lottery at the back, and it really yes. helps me. Yeah, I suppose defunct things and find out where I'm on track or off track. And there's, with uh, that book, it's just you just open and you go, "Oh God, that makes sense." That, that yes, that. she's
2: got it down, Louise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> totally,
2: totally. Yeah.
0: And there's another one that I have to say, which is a bit of a curveball. It's called "The One Straw Re- Revolution" by. Um, oh, Fukuwondo, I can't even say his name properly. But <laughs> it was, I, was, I was into, well, actually, I wasn't really into permaculture. I was into a hot Italian who taught permaculture. So <laughs> that's how I Ah, that's the story. Yeah, so it wasn't natural <laughs> at all. But the concept around it is about a way of being and living. And I love, I just love that book. And it's very powerful, very spiritual. And it's about how we're all connected. To everything, very holistic journey. Oh, wow. um, and there's there's so many books, so many. I mean, I could keep going. Oh, one, <laughs> last one I need to say, I definitely need to say this one, is um, Leaving Microsoft. Uh, what is it called? Leaving Microsoft to Change the World or something like that. John Wood, great book. Oh, absolutely wow. love it. Um, and it's literally how he was like one of the top jobs of Microsoft, and his whole life he turned it around. Gave away all his money and started <gasps> creating room to read, traveling around the world, Nepal, Nepal, uh, Nepal all these different places. Oh,
1: wow, that sounds book. a great book. Yeah, brilliant
0: book. Wow. leaving oh. Microsoft to change the world. That's it
2: excellent wow you've given i think you've given everyone an actual
1: reading list I <laughs> know. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no that's great that's great, that's that's great. great. <laughs> oh that's brilliant okay uh we'll wrap it up there thank you so much uh, this has really been inspiring for me i'm mm. sure jason will agree and absolutely uh,
2: and um, we're so i would to have you as the first guest is just wonderful
1: yeah, oh, it's, it's really, I feel really, really honoured. And it would be great if you would, if, you would, if it's possible, uh, when the, the book comes out, obviously we'll be coming to your talk. But it'd be great if possibly if you want to come back on the show then to to talk more about the book, it would be really lovely to have you.
0: I would absolutely love to, guys. I thoroughly enjoyed it. The time's whizzed by. So uh, I know. <laughs> no, thank you so much. That's thank brilliant. You.
1: So there it is, our interview with Mary Daniels. And uh, if you've enjoyed this show, then please go to iTunes and leave us a positive review. Um, All the links to our iTunes, if you haven't found us there already, are on our website, which you can go to by going to ponder.network. Yes, we've got one of those fancy new domains, uh, ponder.network. If you go to our website, you'll find all the links to the books that Mary mentioned in the show. And also the speakers that she was talking about. All of that information is in the notes on our website as well as the link to iTunes. And be sure to check out Mary's website and Alternatives. Again, all the links on our website. So thank you ever so much for tuning in and be sure to tune in next time.